0: Hello and welcome to Bishop Arthur Dixon's podcast. Bishop Arthur Dixon is a true son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and the convener of Jesus is the Rock Church, a denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. it is Lord to stand before you in your presence we come before you with great joy and with gratitude thanking you for the gift of life we do not take it for granted at all Lord thank you that you've given us this opportunity to have sweet fellowship with you speak to us and give us insight to your word guide us by your spirit influence our thoughts, influence our hearts, influence everything that concerns us minister grace and strength to your people, in Jesus mighty name we pray and everybody said amen oh and everybody said amen wow, give somebody a high five and tell him you are welcome to the presence of the Lord tell him you are welcome to the house of the Lord Amen. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, I welcome you. If today is your first time fellowshipping with us, you are welcome to Healing Jesus Cathedral, where the power and the presence of God is in operation. Amen. Wow. This morning, I still continue to teach on. He that hath. How many are being blessed by? I'm taking my time to teach this because I believe that God wants you to become a he that hath. Hallelujah. He wants you to be a he that hath. Amen. This morning I am teaching on another positive trait of a he that hath. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about Brotherly love. Brotherly love. Turn to somebody and tell him, brotherly love. love. Amen. Brotherly love. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 1, the Bible says, let brotherly love continue. Turn to somebody and tell him, let brotherly love continue. Tell him, brotherly love should not stop at all. There must be a continuation of brotherly love. Amen. So, brotherly love is the love that exists between brothers. Okay? It's a love that exists between brothers. And I tell you, any environment controlled by love, you see energies. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you have an environment where love prevails, and love is in control of the area or the enclave or among the people, you will see that the power of God, the presence of God, and the ability to accomplish things exist. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Second Peter. All right, before you turn to 2 Peter, I want you to turn to 1 John. Peter and John, they all wrote books. You'll write a book one day in the name of Jesus. Well, in case you don't know, your life is a book. Did you know your life is a book? Your life on earth is a book. So be careful what you are writing in that book. (laughs) Is a book, and a book is made up of chapters. Yes, so there are various chapters. A chapter of your life where you were born. A chapter of your life when you started to crawl. A chapter of your life when you started to sit. A chapter of your life when you started to toddle and to walk. A chapter of your life when you were your first uh, day in school. I mean, for parents who are freshly, you know, parents... I mean, their children's first day in school is a special, special, special day. Sometimes they go, they take the photographer, they take, you know, and sometimes family members, grandpa, grandma, they all come because there is a first day at school, you know, by their granny. True or not true? It's also a chapter in your life. And so we need to be very careful the book we are writing. Yes. Yes. The Holy Spirit just whispered to me that, do you know that your life here on earth is a book? It's a book. Complete book. Amen. Amen. And so, tell the various chapters till you get married. And when you get married, there are chapters within the marriage. (laughs) The chapter where you were in love. And the chapters where you start to quarrel. And the chapters where the children come in and then it's like attention is divided. Various chapters. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that at the end of your life, when the chapters of your book is being read, may we discover something powerful that we can glean from and learn from. Amen. I really love to read biographies of people or autobiographies of people. One is when the person is alive, one is when the person is dead. Yeah. I mean, when you read about people's autobiography, it helps you to recondition your mind about how you must live your life. You know? Especially when you see men of God, well, for me, the interest is a man of God because When he sees a man of God, how they started on fire, they started with deep love, and because of bitterness and anger, they became so bitter and they moved off course. A good one is Pastor Moses. (laughs) Pastor Moses' biography is there for all of us to see. I mean, look at how God called him, look at the experiences he encountered. Look at the miracles he encountered. Look at the signs and wonders that were wrought out of his hands. Look at the power he wielded. Look at the control he had. Look at how God loved him and the presence of God was with him. And look at the time of his life when he became so bitter. Bitter because the people that he was sacrificing his life for they didn't really appreciate what he was doing. Amen. And so for me as a man of God, I learned from that that I can also be affected by the attitude of people. And so I have to be careful never to be affected by the attitude of the people that I'm leading. How many know that when you are in charge of something, the people's attitude can really either push you to do more or to stop it entirely? Yeah. And sometimes you can see attitudes of people and it's as if the people themselves can't see their attitude. Amen. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 it says, let brotherly love continue. Turn to somebody and tell him, let brotherly love continue. Yeah, so in spite of all the things, brotherly love should still continue. The Philadelphia love should continue. The filial love should still continue. Amen. First John chapter four, verse seven. The Bible says, beloved. Turn to somebody and tell him, beloved. Let us love one another. For love is of God. Now, in case you didn't know, Love is of God. Yeah. Love is of God. If you don't know how to love, it's most likely that you are not a servant of God. If you don't know how to love, it's most likely that you are operating under a different spirit and not the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So it says love is of God. And everyone that loveth, is born of God and knoweth God. So there are people who are serving God and do not know God. They do not know God. And one of the clear signs of detecting people who don't know God is people who don't walk in love. Yeah. Look, you will pray in tongues, but you don't know God. If a Paul puts it in his... Uh, uh, t- 13th uh, 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 letter to the, the, the Corinth, the church in Corinth. He says, Though I speak with the tongues of men, and I speak with the tongues of angels, and I have not love, I am become a noisy gong and a clinging cymbal. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So you may speak in tongues. You are very anointed. You look very anointed. Is it because there are people who are anointed? There are people who look anointed. The fact that you look anointed doesn't mean you are anointed. You know, when people are praying in tongues, I see they 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 beating uh, as Reverend Frank's wife would say they beating uh, uh, Pepe. That's what Kabukum. Have you seen those kind of people before? And then you, you are standing there, we are praying in tongues. You, you look so much like a camera Christian. The person might look very spiritual, but trust you be, he might not be spiritual at all. Because the principles that govern spirituality, he does not operate in them. So he says that, beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God whosoever love is born of god and knows god he that loveth not knoweth not god are you see is it very clear yeah he that loveth not knoweth not god why for god is love nine In this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. So he sent his only begotten son that one day after we've been redeemed from the power and the curses of this world, we might live through him. So, if you are a born-again Christian, a child of God, your life must be a life that you live through Christ. And if you are living through Christ, the picture, the clear, obvious picture that must be seen is love. So, if you are truly living through Christ, then love must be seen. The highest point to determine whether you walk in love or not is when you have gotten to the point where you can see that this person he doesn't deserve love that is, and then you express love that is when you say you have love uh-huh. it's not when the person does what you like then you, 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 you give him a loaf of bread no, but when the person does something that you don't like a person that you have extended a hand of love to, you go and hear that he's speaking about you and still extend love to the person. Then you are in love. Then you are walking in love. Many Christians, we love people who are, who are, who are lovable. but people who are unlovable, we cannot express love. And the Bible says, where is your reward? When you love the person who loves you, the person who does what you like, where is your reward? There is no reward for that. I'm teaching on a positive trait of brotherly love. Amen. Ten. Hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. And sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Just think about it. The people that you are showing love to. In fact, the people's attitude is very soft in some way. I mean, you look at the persons whom you are dying for. And they are spitting on you. They look into your face and they look at your eyes and put up attitude and they slap you and they they will cover you your eyes and they'll slap you and they'll say hey, who slapped you and they say oh heal the king of the jews here comes the king of the jews let us crown him with a crown and when they put the crown on him it's crowns of tongues piercing into the scalp. And then blood oozing out. And in the midst of it all. He says father forgive them. You see. You only forgive people you think. They deserve a forgiveness. But this precious morning. Listen to me. If you are going to be a fruit bearing Christian. If you are going to bear much fruit. In the kingdom of God. Brotherly love must continue. Brother Lilia. must continue. So, 11 says, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Amen. Yeah. If God really loved you, then you also have to show love to somebody. And love one another, no man has seen God. turn to somebody and tell him, "No one has seen God. How many of you have seen God before? You were asleep, and then God entered your room and said, "My brother, my son, my son, I have come to visit you. How many of you in your many years of life have seen God with your very eyes before? No one has seen God. Amen. No man have seen God at any time. Look, the walk we are walking here, serving the Lord, is a walk of faith. We have not seen, but we believe. We have not seen it, gets to a point where you develop your faith level to another level where it's not just just believing, but knowing, because you begin to have encounters. The encounters may not necessarily be having seen God, but the encounters will lead you to a place where your faith level increases. And so you know and you are so certain. Like the way you have not seen your heart before. But through encounters, you know you have a heart. Because one day you check your BP and they said it was 200, 150 and started having a headache. Those headaches were encounters that you have a heart. That pumps blood. I pray that you have encounters in the name of Jesus. I am praying for supernatural encounters. Where your faith level will increase. Your faith level will rise. Your faith in Christ will go up. So I said no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another. God dwelleth. In us, yes, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. So the perfection of God's love in you is to love the other. Oh, yeah. When you love somebody, eh, it's not about the person seeing the love alone. No. Even your the condition of your heart towards the person where nobody can see, nobody knows. But still, it's like you express love, though nobody can see and nobody can. You know, quite a number of Christians, we are eye-service I, I Christians. Oh, yeah. Look, and I said, you know, when you're a leader leading people, never get deceived, okay? When you see people say, oh, oh, eh, pastor, eh, hallelujah, never get deceived by those things. No, 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 never. You see, then it means you are very immature in your leadership. No, 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 I'm aware as a leader. Never get deceived. Oh, can I carry your Bible? Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it means that you are you are such a strange person on this earth. When, when somebody is smiling at you, let me tell you, skeletons, they smile all the time. Skeletons smile all the time. The reason why they smile all the time is because they don't have face, facial muscles, and they don't have, they don't have flesh. You see, your flesh, you control it. You see, when, when, so it, it is expressed by the way you are feeling. When you feel sad, then the senses control the way your face you look. But the skeleton, there is nothing like that. So every time it's like this, Billy like that. But I am sure that you know that when bad things regarding juju and things are being talked about, is the skeleton that they use see that they even even poison. you see that they have put a, a scalp then they put a uh, red they. Stay. every is smiling all the time oh. But when we are talking about bad things we attribute it to the skeleton. Why is it that rather the smiling shouldn't rather make us uh, applaud the skeleton? You just came, you just came. Oh daddy, poppy, daddy. Don't be deceived. You got deceived long ago. <coughs> Amen. Yeah, the nation prophet. prophet world. Our papito. <laughs> this world is full of wickedness. This world hey, is a world of wickedness. I have never, I'm yet to discover any other place where there is wickedness. But this world if you don't condition your heart towards God, you will be bitter all the time. So, in verse 11, the Bible says, no man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. 13. I'm reading. I'm reading also. Please be alert wherever you are and you are controlling. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. Wow. 15. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God. God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Wow. Could he be that all oh, you're moving around and doing basenta, you are carrying people to church and everything, but you do not fulfill the scripture. You have missed the final point. Could it be? And could it be that not doing basenta, and you feel that you are the righteous one because you know Charlie, there's no basenta in the Bible? Is it there? Are some people, they in in they the. They have a certain way of thinking. Oh, what is bacenta? There is no bacenta written in the Bible. That wig you are wearing is it in the Bible. They came for service. There are many things that are not written explicitly in the Bible. And in fact, when Jesus was departing, he said that there are many things that I want to share with you, but you cannot comprehend it. So, there are many, many things that have not yet been captured. You are you are but, Santa is not in the Bible. Chale, chale, dear, when you come, you come and sit down, hear the word of God, and go back and eat your fufu. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 16. It says, and we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. Everybody say God is love. love. Now, if you you mention God, you have mentioned love. God is love. Any born-again Christian is born of God. And if you say you are born-again Christian, you are born of God. And you are born of love. And so if you are born of love, then it must be obvious that you live in love. Your, your bitterness, every day you are hit. Every day, there's the small thing, <laughs> the small thing. It's most likely that there is something really wrong. You know, people get easily hit. It's not that you can, it's pride that makes people get hit. he spoke to me in a particular, who are you that you cannot be rebuked? He spoke to me in a particular way. I mean, I don't like. Meanwhile, your boss, the way your boss speaks to you, you have not left the job. And even that one is not a proper rebuke. It's because he has been trying to get you. He's not getting you, so he's not angry with you. That's not even the proper one. But this one, you have been rebuked so that you become a better person. He can't burn me. When you look at my age and his age, he can't burn me. And if you can't burn me, you cannot talk to me the way you talk to me. What do you mean? You can't burn me. Hey. We have negative babies. Call your boss, you are older than your boss. And your boss here, yeah, he can burn you. Look at 20. Look at 20 verse 20 first John 4:20 if a man say i love god and hated his brother he is a liar do I, do I have some liars in the church can i see by show of hands If a man says, I love God. You see, sometimes hatred is not expressed much to the eyes, but it is expressed even in the prayer people pray. Lord, turn him into uh, grasshopper. Lord, turn him into uh, Milton. (laughs) Lord, let, let his ears be aye some of the prayers that we pray true or not true our hatred is expressed sometimes in the way when it comes to the topic pray for your enemies pray against your enemies and you will begin to see things and you see one day I saw a group of people they were going to kill Satan and they told them everybody should bring a machete to church ah. and as they were wielding the machete I said Lord what about if accidentally you cut somebody's head because they were close and they, they were wielding it yes 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 a bunch of haters. Listen, the truth will always remain the truth. And the Bible is saying, if a man say, "I love God," and hated his brother, he's a liar. He's a liar. And the Bible says, liars should not go to heaven. All liars who go to hell if you don't know. It's very serious. If you don't know, this is much serious than you think. Oh, yes. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Wow. Wow. You know, and Jesus exhibited this in his ministry. And thank God that he's a good example to follow. Amen? May the Lord deliver us from deception. May the Lord help us to walk in love. And when I say walking in love, I'm talking about even brotherly love. There must be love existing among the brethren in the house of God and towards all men. The Bible says that all oh, no one anything. All oh, no one anything but love. And if you care to know, what will grant you boldness in the day of judgment? Look at 17. What will grant you boldness? Huh? Is a hearing is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness? In the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in the world. Your boldness to stand before God in the day of judgment will be as a result of the love that you have. As some people do not have boldness in the day of judgment. on In the day of judgment, you see that you, you have so much to show. But plenty. Souls, plenty. The hatred can cancel everything. Listen. God wants you to be fruitful. And God wants you to bear much fruit. And that is why I'm teaching on the positive traits of a he that hath. I'm not talking about brotherly love. Brotherly love. Oh yeah. Brotherly love. One day somebody told me, said, you bishop, when people do things to you, it doesn't pain you. I said, look, it pains me. But I'm constrained by the word of God to love. Yeah, I'm in prison now. I'm in prison. Yeah, a prisoner cannot do what he likes. Some of you are Christians, but you, you have made yourself freedom fighters. You are fighting the word of God. You do what you want to do, and then you serve God on your own terms. Yeah. Thank God that he made provision for, um, you know, asking for forgiveness. Because I'm a human being. I make mistakes all the time. And after I've made mistakes, when I discover it, I ask for forgiveness. And within my power, if I can go and make up, I go. I would rather take the step and wear and up. Yeah. Pride will not make you go and make up. That Look, brother, me and I have seen that I've been very some way. I, I, I can see that in very some way. And today I want to come and apologize. I'm very, very sorry. It's so difficult for Christians to do. And what, what prevents you from doing that is pride. Pride. You feel that he must come. You are the one who must come, not me. Pride. And listen, one of the, the clearest sin, and the, one of the biggest sins is a sin of pride. Because Satan operated in that sin. our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we. You see, the reason why you can have boldness is that when you stand before God, as he is, that is how you are. So if God does not judge you right, then he's judging himself wrong. Did you understand what I just said? Yeah. Because you are just like him You carry his nature. So if he says you, you don't deserve, then God himself doesn't also deserve. That's what gives you boldness on the day of judgment. Your love and the love that is perfected, living in love, living. I mean, sometimes I don't even know what is wrong with Christians. We have allowed sin to be embedded in our heart that we can rise up. And walk in hatred, bitterness, to the extent that things that you have built, you have helped build because of bitterness, now you destroy it. Even when love is still being shown you. You see, people's definition of love is that, oh, hey, Bruh, uh, uh bounty. Oh, eh, Charlie, your shirt. Okay, get and go and buy a shirt. Oh, your shoe, oh, get away. That's people's definition of love. Love is something good, that is goodness. Goodness is different from love. Did you hear what I said? Uh So, the parents who normally are good to their children, you can be good to your children, but you may not love them. Because love is balanced. Love is balanced in such a way that love sees something that must make the betterment of the person. So, if that thing is going to destroy the person, love deals with it. And sometimes... The distraction is that you are going wrong and you must be rebuked. That's what love will do. He that the father loveth, he chasteneth. Yeah, yeah. You should see some marriages. Some marriages are spoiling because their wives feel that their husbands don't love them. Because when I ask for, uh, this thing for acrylic nails, he doesn't, he doesn't, be, he's using, he's using all the money to build. If he be building, we go chop. You see, you are not even a wise wife. You are living in a rented premise and your husband is building and you went to ask for money and he said that hold on there is a time for it listen to me you missed it you missed it because you have misinterpreted goodness for love yeah I love that scripture. Let, let us look at other versions. I'm sure other versions will give us clearer. Let's look at New Living Translation version of that scripture. It says, it says, and as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. You see, living in God makes your love perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment." But we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Yeah. Look, some people will be having on the day of judgment. You'll be urinating on yourself. Because you have always condemned people. You are the only good person. You are the best person. You are the right person. You are always Right. You see evil in people and you see good in yourself. Hey. Look. There was a woman eh? She was caught. You see, this woman was caught having sex with a man. Red-handed. And the people caught the woman and they left the man. And they brought the woman to Jesus and the man, it is never recorded what they did to that man. God it takes two people to have sex and to commit adultery. And when they brought the lady to Jesus Christ, he said, Look, hey, Rabbi, now we have caught rare-handed. This one is a is a is a test case. Charlie, what should we do? What should we do? And the guys had gathered their stones. They know how to stone those people from that side. They are experts in stoning. The Palestinians, they, you, you have no idea. Those people from that part of the world, I mean, they are good at stoning. It's also a skill. <laughs> and they had gathered the stones. They were waiting for Jesus to say, then they would, they would fire. And Jesus started writing on the, on the, on the ground. And then he lifted his head and he said, well, um. Okay, so You said you caught Her handed. Eh? Okay, if any of you Have not done what she has done you The stones are there, you just cast it first The greatest policeman is your conscience The greatest policeman Some of you eh, You do things, your conscience speaks to you But you rebel against your conscience What you are doing You know is wrong you know in your heart of heart that it is wrong, but you fight against your conscience. But listen to me, you cannot fight against your conscience because God has put that thing in you also to make a check of you. And sometimes if you're a believer, it's the Holy Spirit ministering to you. Oh yeah. The Holy Spirit ministering to you. Let us look at message version of that scripture. Are you being blessed this morning because it looks like my message is boring. You don't like my message. You want to receive money. You want me to prophesy over you that you have cars. You want me to prophesy over you. You shall know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Oh yeah. He says, This way, love has the run of the house because at home and mature in us so that we are free of worry on Judgment Day. Look, this statement is a very serious statement. We are talking about, the Bible is talking about Judgment Day, where all will be determined about your life, your destiny. Will finally, a decision will finally be made. But thank God that God has inspired his people and his children to write it in a book. So that when you see it, it will guide you. That if you are going to be bold on the day of judgment, then you have to walk in love. And your love must be perfected in living in Christ. Oh yes. Oh yes. Listen to me, if you are here, you are better against somebody, ask for forgiveness. You have sinned. You are the one who have sinned. Not the person who even did. The Bible says that if someone has an ought against you. He didn't say if you have an ought against somebody. He said when someone has an oath, it's like Pastor Nat has a problem with me. And I am going to give my offering. I must go and make peace. Not that I have an ought against you. He has an ought against me. Yeah. And I'm telling you that that will be the beginning of deliverance, healing, and then the flow of the spirit and the flow of the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he says, our standing, our standing in the world is identical with Christ. You see, the reason why you, grand, you get boldness, you have boldness on the day of judgment is because when the father sees you, he sees his son. And when he sees his son, he will beckon him to come closer to him. You know, but you live on earth like a son, but you are actually not his son. You are behaving as if you are, but you are not. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Father, have mercy on me. Three things you should know about brotherly love. Number one, the personal trait of brotherly love humbly puts others before you. So you see, when you walk in brotherly love, eh, you will put people before you. Anyone walking in brotherly love, eh, the spirit of selfishness diminishes. Yes. I mean, this is how I'm feeling. And this is how I'm feeling. You see, two people have not been able to resolve their issue in marriage because everybody is thinking about himself. And when everybody is thinking about himself, one person decides that look, okay, listen. I think that what i said this way i didn't say it well and i'm sorry because you see though the other party sin or what he did is heavier and bigger you also contributed even if you contributed half percent your contribution of half percent is what has brought you where you are the person's sin may be 90 something percent but what did you also contribute if you can be wise enough and humble enough and say, Look, I'm confessing my half percent we will have complete total resolution of the problem. But you know what happens, everybody's thinking about himself, and I'm telling you that the spirit of selfishness is the spirit of Lucifer. When Lucifer came into the garden, suddenly the man and the woman they became conscious of themselves. Their association, their fellowship with the devil influenced their ability to now recognize themselves. And they were thinking about themselves more than they were thinking about God. So the Bible says that when they saw that they were naked, they started sewing for themselves. So they were busy sewing for themselves so much that when God even came, they were so busy they couldn't even make time for God. Selfishness is a dangerous sin. Dangerous sin. Look, you 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 work in the house of God. Eh? You may not say that oh me, I this one is not selfish, but you see, the choir rehearsal you don't come. Do you understand? I'm going to explain to you the choir rehearsal, you don't come. Okay, listen, 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 listen to me. And the ministry you don't minister in the choir is a sign of selfishness because you know. Somebody is just waiting to be delivered from the spirit of depression. As you stand on the stage, you have sacrificed time. You have sacrificed energy so that you can be a blessing to somebody to be delivered from that state he's in. Because of your selfishness, that person is still in the state he's in. I don't know if you understood what I just said. Your own involvement... In the kingdom work. It's a spirit of selfishness. Look, because let me tell you, if you like find out from anyone who is actively involved working in the house of God, you will see that there is a price that he's paying. There's nothing like, oh, these people, they, they like the work of God. We all get tired. We get tired serving. But we pay a price... So that at the end of the day, somebody can benefit from the price we pay. But your selfishness keeps you at bay. And I'm telling you, it's the greatest sin. And the Bible is saying that when you walk and operate in a spirit of selfishness, the the spirit of God or, 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 or the love of God is not in you. But you see, such people too, they are always criticizing. My head was AKB. Nobody came to visit me. I'm angry. I've left the church. Anybody who gets angry that same way and leave the church, if you are marrying such a person, you must be afraid. That thing is called divorce. When you leave a church unceremoniously, you were merged and you were fused in marriage. And immediately you can boldly walk. That person can walk on you one day. You see, you can't see it. But I'm trying to help you to see it. Amen? Amen? And so, the Bible says that we shall have boldness in the day of judgment because we carry and bear the nature of Christ. Oh, you know something? Something. When you see people who have engaged in things, you see that they're they always like somebody has gone to steal. Nobody is following him. Nobody possibly even saw him. But you see that you do something other than their heart. They're they, they, they afraid. Is it because let me tell you something. Your conscience is so powerful that when you do evil, your conscience will bring you to book. But I see sometimes I see people they say that eh, Bishop when he sees me doesn't mind me. Oh, me, I'm sitting my somewhere, I don't mind. You are the one who I don't see around. Rather, I am the one who don't mind you. Why would I not mind you? You see, that conscience is being pricked. And so now you start to shift blame. You see, when you shift blame, eh, you have entered the garden of Eden. You have entered the garden of Eden. Yeah, the Garden of Eden. The guys had rather sinned against God. They had done contrary to what God said. And when God appeared and he asked him, have you eaten of the tree that I told you not to eat? He said, it's the woman you gave me. Me, I was sitting somewhere. I was all by myself. I was okay. I was fine with the lizards. I liked the mosquitoes. I related with them. I had my peace. Then you gave me a woman. So now God was being blamed for thinking about the man and offering him a helper. And then he was shifting blame. Blame game, blame shifting is a clear indication of the influence of the devil in a person's life. So, if you are going to walk in love, there are three things. Number one, put someone ahead of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 verse 10 I'm bringing my message to a close I'm giving you something to think over and over again for a long time this morning Amen the Bible says be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love can you see that and then it says in honor preferring one another so when it comes to honoring Do you know what brings hatred? Do you know what brings envy? Selfishness. Because when somebody is being honored, when somebody is being praised, and you are selfish, suddenly you develop hatred. But when you think and prefer the other, when the person is being praised, you are also excited. Charlie, you did very, very, very well. I'm learning something from you. I'm going to change the way I do my things so that one day I'll become like you. Yeah, so, so you hear things like, you hear things like, you see, this person is a favorite of the bishop. You hear things like, have you heard something like that before? Yeah, he's a favorite of the bishop. Now, you compare yourself, the way your behavior is, that when are you going to be a favorite of the bishop? By your behavior. It's, you must analyze the issues at stake. Don't just say something. Uh-huh. Oh, this one, hey, he's his favorite. He's, he's his favorite. She's no, an untouchable. Yeah. But you see that the person is close because the person likes to work with you. Enjoys working with you. So he looks in the eyes of the people as a favorite, which it is. And if it is like that, there's nothing wrong with it. Then stop praying for favor because the word favorite is the word favor. So if you are praying for favor, you are saying that God, leave all those good people and come and do good to me, who is a bad person, who don't deserve. That's what it is. Today, I'm giving you something to munch on. Because I noticed that uh, maybe we may have all the positive traits, but this brotherly love thing is missing. And I thank God for the life of the prophet for writing this wonderful book. Yeah. Look at the message version of the of the, of the, this thing, of that scripture. It says, it says, be good friends who love deeply see your love is so shallow that is why even when somebody loves you genuinely deeply you think the person has an ulterior motive. because you you have a very bad mind uh, Reverend Frank has been visiting me too much I think that the visitor is becoming too much this one there something there inside There's something in it. There is something in it. I mean, why? Why? Your mind is not working well. Your mind is not working well. Something is wrong with your mind. I was telling a group of people, I said, look, during those times of SU, I mean, we go and have a prayer time all night. We come back, all of us, the guys and the ladies, we are sleeping in the same room. We are snoring because we are catching up. After we've eaten a So we snore. Uh, we wake up at this place and say, Charlie, see you another time. See you at fellowship meeting. See you at this year. Nothing, nothing. Not, there was nothing in the mind. But people of today, when you, when you even see, it means something else. Turn to somebody and tell him, love deeply. Love deeply. <laughs> tell him your love shouldn't be a shallow love. Tell him your love shouldn't be a shallow love. <laughs> now, sometimes what I get amazed at is that, you know, I have known ministers and I have known pastors. Okay? Okay who have the interest of people at heart. In fact, somebody have your interest at heart when he raises you to become a pastor and then when he sends you out, it is okay for the person to say that, look, as you are out there, do your best for the Lord. It's okay without the support, but not Bishop Daggy Mills. He will follow up, help you to get a land, help you to get a building, help you to get instruments, help you so much. Support you for a period. Because also sometimes there are some people, if you don't leave them to rise up, they will suffer from what we call dependency syndrome. An amazing father. So when I hear people talking about him, I say, Ah, is it the father that I have? Is it the one people are talking about? I get very confused. Yeah. Love. He says. He says. Message version. He says, "Be good friends. Turn to somebody and tell you, be good friends." Be good friends. Yes. And what good friends does is that they love deeply. You see, Jonathan and David. You see. You see their friendship. Yes. It was an amazing friendship. It went beyond relationship. Some of us hey, I got to even if the person is not your friend and the person is doing evil because he comes from where you come from you 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 tell, hey, Bema, Bema, hey, maybe if you're safe more, then suddenly something has changed listen to you listen to you the love between Jonathan and David. Look, let me tell you. Some of these they were they were friends. But I can't relate with you. You are not my friend. When you rise up against my father. We ended a relationship. That's it. Some of you. The father you say you love. You hear people speaking against him. And those are your best friends. Those are your best friends. Your best friend is somebody who rises up and speak against the work of your father and speak against your father and you are so happy with the person you are related with the person. Oh, we we are just friends. We're classmates. Classmates. But you see, the interesting thing is that when it's done to you, you will not be happy. You will not be happy. Oh yeah. Amen. So before you lift your mouth to criticize consider yourself in the situation. When you put yourself in the situation you will notice that if it was wrong for this person it will also be wrong for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you, you, just, you just think about it. I even remember when we were growing up. You see, our parents, they did things that they didn't know that they were destroying us. All. Look, maybe next door, there is a rift between your parents. And you know, they were closely knit. And something really, really happens and it's like, it's like exchange of words and other things. And, and you know, after that incident, that is even when your children become the best of friends. So as you are fighting, you, you see your, your 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 child goes for uh, the person's child and they are playing alokoto. They are playing you are too stiff, move away, move away, move away. You are playing alokoto, you are playing alokoto, you are playing and then the parents are there and you they are angry. But you see, when you are a child, it doesn't matter. If they are fighting, they are fighting. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift your hand and say, Lord, help me to walk in brotherly love. But you know what I just said. You see that the children, when you are a child, maybe you don't even understand the import. So that is what makes you fight. You, you makes you play. They you understand? Maybe even the plan was that the daughter was introducing you to Sodomy. And that is what brought about the problem. But you see because you are a child you are still playing. It is your own problem. If you grow and come to understand the import of why your mother rose up with strength. You say no, no, no. You cannot be my friend if this family does how you behave and how you do things, you cannot be my friend. That's what it is. That's what it is. Amen? Amen. Deeply. Love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Amen. So, number one, you must prefer the other. Turn to somebody and tell you, you must prefer the other. Number two, the personal trait of brotherly love is needed to prevent strife between close relations. Strife. What is strife? Contention. Fight. Misunderstanding. Battles. Genesis 13, 8 says, And Abraham said unto Lot. Abraham was the older one. Abraham was the uncle. Abraham was the mature one. Listen to what Abraham did. And Abraham said unto Lot, let there be no strife. Abraham said, I don't want to fight with you because I have the love of God inside of me. I pray thee between me and thee and between my headsmen and thy headsmen. For we be brethren. We are brethren. So he said, choose. Choose where you feel you like and then go. That's who a true believer is. Amen. And then number three, the personal trait of brotherly love causes you to sacrifice yourself for others. Sacrifice yourself for others. Amen. Ask yourself, can you sacrifice yourself for others? The Bible says greater love has no man that a man should give his life for his friend Amen. First John three sixteen. First John three sixteen. First John three sixteen. The Bible says, Hereby perceive we the love of God because He laid down His life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the other also. Amen. If Jesus laid down his life for us, then we ought to also lay down our lives for others. If you are a shepherd, that is your work. To lay down your life for the sheep. If you are a leader, that is your work. To lay down your life for the sheep. You must sacrifice for the sheep. Amen. You must be there for the sheep. Oh yes. Yesterday I was just asking myself what will constrain me After I have been in a camp standing on my feet for hours. Um, Go for a funeral. I have pastors. I could easily say, look, go on my behalf. I was constrained with love. Because my sheep is going through a period of grief. And I must stand by him. In spite of all my tiredness. I said, I'm going to share his grief with him. Listen, when you don't have compassion. You are disinterested in what is going on around you when you don't have compassion. People who are disinterested in things, they don't have compassion. And what you need to do well is compassion. May God help us to have compassion. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. You can put your hands together if you want to. Let brotherly love Continue. Tell to somebody and tell it, let brotherly love continue. Yes. Tell you, let brotherly love continue. Yes. Yeah. Some of us we were raised in an environment where gossip is, is synonymous to our name. We enjoy gossiping. It tells you name Eddie. If you are that's your name. So you have grown in an environment which has introduced you to something very bad. And it has become part and parcel of you. It is your nature. But today you are saying that Lord I want to renounce this one. This one I want to renounce it. I want to walk in brotherly love. I want the love of God to continue. I want to prefer the other. I want to sacrifice. Lord help me. void of strife there are some people you enjoy it when you always have strife with somebody so you wake up in the morning, hey who can we have strife with who 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 who? Who, who? okay okay who who who? Pamela okay so let's have strife then you, you call one two three Pamela doesn't pick Because she's in a meeting. I told you. Look, the strife has begun. She didn't pick my call. And then you take it to the next level. Take it to the next level. Or you call, and then the mobile number you are calling has been switched off. He switched it off because of me. Of all the 30 million in Ghana and the five, uh, seven billion people in the world, when she was switching her phone, and then later you call and they say that oh I was in a network was bad look at you look at you there are some of us here uh, we enjoy having strife with people, listen that spirit must be broken right now in the name of Jesus Amen you always want to be a loggerhead with people and you hide behind temperament but you don't know it's a demonic influence over your life but this morning I pray in the name yes. of Jesus that no demon will be able to hold you born yes. from now in the name of Jesus, Jesus lift your hand wherever you God, Holy Spirit we thank you for your influence over the life of people. Yes. Brother. brotherly love will continue Lord brotherly love will Brother. continue in your house brotherly love oh, will yes. continue in your house brotherly love yes. will continue in your house there will be increase of your love oh God your love will be made perfect in our yes. lives oh God we will live in the love of God in I the know, name of I Jesus know. open your eyes I the greatest among all love Is when the lawyer came to Jesus and he said. What, 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 what really must I do. That I may inherit the kingdom. And Jesus said. Thou shalt love the Lord. Oh my God. Your love for the Lord must be paramount. Some of you, you love your spouse more than you love God. If God speaks to you and your spouse speaks, you it's most likely you choose what your spouse is saying above what God is saying. Yeah, thou shalt love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And then, second, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. So you can see that he stressed on your love for God and your love for your neighbor. And he says that on these two hinges all the laws. lift your hand and, say, and speak to god That father i live in a wicked world you see we live in a very wicked world where if you don't destroy somebody you cannot get something My god. that's the world we are, that the enemy has designed so you, you you have to destroy somebody to get the person's post you have to destroy a customer so that the, the customers will come to you but you are praying and you are saying that, Lord help me to operate Lord, help fully Full in brotherly love because land. father of all the things I need to bear much fruit I need this one also which is very important walking in brotherly love lift your voice and begin to pray father, Lord, Holy Spirit we pray we ask in the name of Jesus help us, help deliver us, us. Change us, transform us, us, pour your oil, oil upon up our, our life, Help us help us, help us, we help, us. help us. We pray for your help. We pray for your We give you glory. We pray, oh God, in brotherly love in the name of Jesus. Place your hand on your chest. My God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Your word says that the heart of a man Jesus. is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know this? And your word also says that we should guard our hearts with all diligence. Jesus. For out of it are the issues of life. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Take away My God. filth. My God. Take away bitterness. Yes. Take away hate. Yes, Take away offense. My God. Deliver us, O oh God. God from bitterness that will defile and bring us to the place oh God God, where our hearts will be filled with brotherly love deep love for the brethren and deep love for one another heal our hearts Holy Spirit I declare that healing is taking place right now receive healing wherever you are receive healing wherever you are wherever the enemy has planted yes may you be healed from it and may the mighty hand of God touch you and deliver you in Jesus mighty name and all said amen amen as we close our eyes briefly I want to pray for you you want to say bishop I want to walk in the love of God. Now, remember that you can only walk in deep love for God when you have the Spirit of God. You want to say, Bishop, pray for me. I want to be born again. And I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Wherever you are, you want me to pray with you. Can you just lift your hand? I'm going to pray for you right now. Today might be the only opportunity for you. Lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. I want to be born again. I want to be called a child of God. I want Jesus to come and live in me and take control of my life. God bless you. Lift it above your head. Lift your hands. Lift your hands wherever you are. God bless you. Now, if you've lifted your hand, just walk to me right now. Just walk quickly to me right now. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Come, 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 come. Run, 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 run. Oh, put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them. Oh, yes. Come, 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 come. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, please, let's encourage them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to join them? Just join them right now. We are praying. Join them, join them. Oh, yes, Lord. Come, 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 come. We are waiting. We are waiting. Come, to the Precious ones, lift your hands and pray this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I acknowledge that you are Lord from today I receive you into my heart as my Lord and personal savior forgive me of all my sins and come and live in my heart from today I will follow you and serve you now Satan I will no longer serve you I am a child of God and I am born again I'm a son of God and I'm born again. The Holy Spirit dwells in me and He's in control over my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen.